coming up on One Day at a Time. You see, your career was supposed to just be another part of you, another part of your identity. It wasn't supposed to overconsume you. It wasn't supposed to burn you out. It wasn't supposed to make you sick. It wasn't supposed to make you question who you are on earth. It wasn't meant for you to be surrounded over and over again by toxic bosses, by toxic sayings set to you in meeting after meeting. It wasn't meant to run you in the ground. The only reason why it did and the only reason why you became a workaholic is because you idolized your career. You ended up idolizing your job. You ended up obsessing more over that and placing all of your eggs in that basket over God's, over anything else, over your family, over your money, over your kids, all of that. That's what happened. That is a sneaky, sneaky freaking form of idolization is when you become a workaholic and overconsumed by your career. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karina F. Daves. As a life coach, I help women of color put themselves first by setting boundaries in order to get their lives back. And what that means is that I love helping women figure out who they were before they invested in all of their relationships and responsibilities and their life roles as a partner, in their career, in their education, as a mom, as an entrepreneur. Who the heck were you and where did you lose yourself? I want to help you resurrect the side of you that was made for more by setting boundaries, by teaching you how to put yourself first, how to say yes to yourself and no to everything else that doesn't serve you and isn't aligned with your God-given purpose. Because I'll tell you one thing, I bet it's been a really long time since you did exactly that which is live this beautiful life that God has put you on earth to have. On this show, one day at a time, we explore all things boundaries, all things relationships, and the very purpose that God has for your life. I share with you not only my own personal testimonies and revelations that have occurred in my life, but the transformation that we've had with the women that I coach and serve in my private one-on-one life coaching program, where I teach you how to set boundaries to put yourself first and get your life back. You see, one thing that God wants for you is the ability to stand firm on your values, stand firm on your faith, and stand firm on your purpose. And working with me will allow that transformation to happen in this season of your life. God doesn't want you to remain chained down to stagnation, chained down to lost thoughts. He wants you to be raw, real, authentic, and at the front lines of your life because you deserve it and you deserve more. Listen, if you're at the point in your life where you feel lost and you feel like there's a side of you that needs to be resurrected, a side of you that was lost in your commitment in your relationships and all of your responsibilities then I want to help you in this season of your life by being your personal life coach if this message resonated with you head over to my website karinafdaves.com click on coaching and sign up so that we can get on a call to figure out what's going on with you and if we can partner to work together in this season of your life I want to help you because I love you and I don't even know you but I know that you are God's daughter and you were meant for more. You understand? 
Listen, I cannot wait to hear from you because it is my firm belief and one of my values that shared experiences and our shared testimonies is the very thing that is going to elevate each other and propel each other to the next level. This podcast that you're listening to right now is all for you. I could care less about the views, about the downloads, about the squares and my content. What I care about is the value that it brings to build each other up, to continue being God's conduit on earth to serve and coach women like you. And that is why I'm excited to share that in 2023, I will be launching my first ever group coaching program called This Is Church, where women will have the opportunity to take their story of suffering to one of glory in my three-month group coaching program. If you're interested, go to the link of my bio on Instagram or visit my website, KarinaFDaves.com. Go to coaching and drop your email in there to hear for more. I cannot wait to meet you. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it, leave a written review, rate it, do whatever you want with it, share it with all of your amigos, but understand, and I'll never stop saying this, is that this podcast and everything I create is for you. It's meant to serve you. It's meant to coach you. It's meant to guide you. It's meant to mentor you. It's meant to be there for you. You are the most important thing in your life. You understand? And I want to help you set some boundaries so that you can put yourself first in getting your life back. I love you so much and I cannot wait to meet you. Amigos, buenos dias. Actually, it's not buenos dias. Amigos, como están? Welcome back to One Day at a Time. This is episode 53 called Idolization versus Inspiration. Today, we're going to talk about the difference and how we tend to idolize top things in our lives that are going to hit you hard, okay? My name's Karina F. Days. I am the host of this dope show, One Day at a Time, and I want to take this opportunity to tell y'all thank you so much for coming back week after week to listen to this episode where I provide you gems, inspiration, and strategy on how to overcome the number one conflict in your relationship so that you can show up as yourself, okay? Listen, as I record this podcast, all of it is recorded online, I mean on live, and the full episode premieres on the Friday of this week. So today's Wednesday, you'll hear it on Friday. If you have any questions as we're recording, please just put it in the chat. I think there's like a question box and I will love to answer all of your questions um, at the end of the show. Okay, let's get started. All of my episodes are super quick because I have an early bedtime. (laughs) All right, here we go. Idolization versus inspiration. So let's start by talking about what idolization is. Okay, so well, first of all, let's start with inspiration. I think that's better. So inspiration is when you admire someone or something. So this is where, for example, you admire a person or you admire a trait or you admire a place, right? Like this is just a deep um, admiration for something that you like and you love and that you feel inspired by this person or this thing or this place. Like this is what inspiration is. Like it inspires you 
to want to do good, to serve, to want to do better. There's a, um, a big difference between inspiration and idolization, but I'm just trying to set the framework for what inspiration is. It's, it's more of just this innate um, admiration for someone, something, or a place, okay? Idolization is when you take that admiration that you have for that thing or that person or that place that inspires you and you take it way too far. Like you love it too much. You are completely obsessed with this person. You are completely obsessed with this place or with this habit and nothing that this person, place or thing does can do any wrong. Like you just turn a blind eye to all of the wrongdoing. You can't even see it sometimes actually because you're so obsessed with idolizing it or them. And so let me just bring up God for a second. God brings up many moments in scripture where he basically tells us that we should have no other gods before him, right? This is where he uses the language in layman's terms, don't have any false idols. And any idols that you have are as empty as the wind, right? He talks about that in Isaiah and in Joshua, he tells us to destroy all of the idols among us and turn our hearts consistently to the Lord, right? And the reason God does this is because he knows that he's the only one that can fill us up. He's the only person that's sustainable. He's the only one that can forgive us the way that he does. He's the only one that accepts us the way that he does. Now, he may not approve of everything that we do, right? But he is the only one that accepts us no matter how we show up. So what God means when he says, don't form false idols, that they are empty as the wind and turn to me, he's basically just trying to set you up. He's just trying to say, fam, listen, at the end of the day, you can love and you can admire, you can be inspired, but don't idolize anything but me. Because when you do, when you idolize anything but God, that thing, person, or place has now become your God, has taken over God's place, essentially, because you think more about them or it than you do about God. And sometimes it happens in like a very sneaky way, okay? Idolization versus inspiration, two different things. Inspiration is the deep admiration of someone, something, or a habit or a place, right? And idolization is when that admiration turns into a deep obsession where it just goes way too far and you turn a blind eye to anything that that person, place, or thing does. Like you don't even see it sometimes, okay? That's the deep difference. I want to teach you how idolization may be showing up in your life right now and you don't even see it, okay? There's three particular ways that idolization shows up that you don't even see right now. What I want you to also understand is that all of these started as inspiration. (laughs) They all started as something that you felt inspired by, that gave you drive, that gave you motivation, that gave you a little bit of a spark and a little bit of an oomph, like you just felt alive, right? And that's good because God sends these things to you as blessings. But instead, what you did is you worshiped the gift rather than the gift giver. Amen. 
That's what happens sometimes. We worship so much the blessings and the gifts that God sends us that we forget who the giver is. We forget the gift giver and the gift giver will always be God. Amen. So these are the three ways that these are the three blessings that come your way that we tend to idolize. Okay. Numero uno. And I've been here before. Your job. Your job. Your career. How many of you are workaholics or are recovering workaholics? Say amen in the chat. Right. You go to work. You've made it a career. What you do is you work, you make your money, and somehow your identity has become wrapped up in your career to the point where you burn out multiple times and you keep going back to it. It has become who you are. It's what you think of when you first wake up. It's your drive. You will protect it at all costs. It is your identity. You will work yourself to the bone and give up everything for your career before anything else. Your career is your everything, right? Like some of us even have placed our career in front of our joy, placed our career in front of family time, placed our career in front of all of it. And what I want you to understand is that especially you're talking to a recovering workaholic, I realized, and I didn't realize this till I got sick, Okay, God, it's interesting how he works always in mysterious ways. It wasn't till I had a drain in my body and I was on Valium in intense pain that I realized I was a workaholic. I had a drain in my body and I was emailing IT to duplicate my hard drive so that I could bring my hard drive home and continue working from my couch. Now, this is before work from home was even acceptable in, in, in my sector. Like this is before all of that. I was doing everything possible to make sure that my career was taken care of. Now, many of you may think, well, yeah, that was your source of income. That's what you do. But what God is saying is that during your suffering, lean on me, not on your career. I will take care of you because I gave you that blessing. I gave you that job. I gave you that thing that you're hustling for. I even gave you the intelligence, the tactics, the strategy, the words, the energy, the confidence to show up every day to this thing that you obsess called your career. I gave you that, not the other way around. Your career didn't build you to who you show up as the employee today. God gave you that. And that's why you tend to worship the gift of your career rather than the gift giver, which is God. And in essence, you idolize your career Instead of just become inspired by it. You see, your career was supposed to just be another part of you, another part of your identity. It wasn't supposed to overconsume you. It wasn't supposed to burn you out. It wasn't supposed to make you sick. It wasn't supposed to make you question who you are on earth. It wasn't meant 
for you to be surrounded over and over again by toxic bosses, by toxic sayings set to you in meeting after meeting. It wasn't meant to run you in the ground. The only reason why it did and the only reason why you became a workaholic is because you idolized your career. You ended up idolizing your job. You ended up obsessing more over that and placing all of your eggs in that basket over God's, over anything else, over your family, over your money, over your kids, all of that. That's what happened. That is a sneaky, sneaky freaking form of idolization is when you become a workaholic and overconsumed by your career. Hola, hermana. If you're interested in a life coach and working with me in my private one-on-one life coaching program, head over to my website, KarinaFDaves.com and book a sales call with me. I want to help you finally be yourself and break away from the shackles of everything that everybody else has spoken over your life. You see, this is the season of your life where you plant a seed, where you harvest, where the fruit that you bear is good for you, where you finally get to put yourself first. And listen, if you're more of a reader and you really enjoy reading blogs, head over to my website, KarinaFDays.com, where I write about all of my testimonies, all of my revelations about my marriage, my toxic relationships, having my first child, being a stepmom. All of those gems are there to help and guide you through this thing that God calls life. I seriously can't wait to hear from you and meet you one day. Honestly, te adoro y te quiero con todo mi corazón. Okay. All right. Número dos. A second way, a second type of idolization that started out as an inspiration and something super cute and honeymoonish and saucy and like something that God sent your way to enjoy is your relationship. Now, for the purposes of this podcast, we're just going to keep it to your romantic relationships. We're not going to talk about your relationship with your mama, your relationship with anybody else. We're just going to talk about your romantic relationships, okay? Your boo, all right? Your your rib, okay? We're going to talk about your relationship. I want you to understand that God sent you this relationship as a blessing. Now, whether or not it works out, I want you to know that it will always work out in your favor. If it doesn't work out, you still have a lesson to be learned for the next relationship, okay? But that's neither here or there. I don't want to sidetrack too much. What I want you to understand about your relationship is that it started out as inspiration and you ended up idolizing your partner in such a way that they became your source. They became the source of your joy. They became the source of your confidence. They became the source of the standard and the way that you believe relationships should go. You idolize this relationship so much that you've overconsumed and lost yourself in it and no longer look to God to fill you up. That is how the enemy tries to sneak his way into your life and idolize something that is supposed to be a blessing and, and perverses it into you idolizing your partner 
and depending on them to be your source, to consistently fill you up. That is very heavy crap to put on somebody, okay? Another way that you idolize relationships is that you see a relationship that you admire and that you love and God is allowing you a peekaboo window into this relationship, whether you see it online, whether you read about it, whether you watch a video or a movie about it, whatever the case is, God sent you this, this vision, this little insight of a relationship that he just wanted it to be inspiration. But instead you grabbed on it so tight that you allowed it to become the standard of all relationships and all you want to do is duplicate it rather than make it your own. You see, if I see that somebody is creating a podcast, it inspires me to deliver my own message in the form of a podcast. But my message looks completely different than the person that inspires me. I am not duplicating it. I am not idolizing that other podcaster. I am making it my own, but choosing to believe that God sent that person to inspire me to do what God is calling me to do. And plenty of times in our relationships, they start out as inspirations and end up in idolatry. And that's how we lose ourselves and we lose our relationship with God, even in our relationships, because we see so much more that that person should provide and source for us love, affection, um, confidence, everything, and stop looking to God. Okay. And what I want to remind you of today is that that's dangerous. It's a dangerous place to be in. Your relationship should be one that, yes, brings you joy, but it should inspire you more than be the source for you. God is your only source, not anybody else. There is no person on this earth that can fill God's shoes. That's why you feel empty. That's why you feel like there's this void in your life. That's why every single time trials and tribulations come, you run to man on earth before you run to your savior, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only one that can save you. Nobody on earth can. You understand that? Okay. The last thing that I want to share that is something that starts out as inspiration and then quickly turns into idolatry is entertainment. Mm. Now, I rarely talk about this, but I want to say that I am super um, sensitive have become super sensitive in making sure that what I watch and what I listen to, I literally ask God if this is for me. It's that deep, okay? Entertainment is supposed to be a form of joy, right? Whether it's music, whether it's artists, whether it's TV shows, whether it's even, I don't know, TikTok content creators, whatever it is. The thing about it is, is that it starts out as inspiration, right? Everybody wants to talk about, I don't know, Beyonce or Rihanna or Shakira, right? These women can totally inspire you, right? Motivate you. But they're not supposed to, in the end, allow you to get caught up so much in them that they become your false gods, that 
they went from trying to bring you joy and inspire you that you became so comfortable in wanting to mimic everything that they had, everything that looked like them. Or even, listen, this even goes as deep as like reality TV shows, right? Like I, I love me a good reality TV show, but I have to be super cognizant of how I can get caught up in desiring a lot of things that are of this world that God doesn't want for me, right? Because for example, there's shows that I watch and I'm like, oh my God, the glitz and the glam, right? And Dubai this and Dubai that. I watch weird shows, right? Sometimes. And then they show you clips of their relationship. And I'm like, yo, at the end of the day, this was meant for entertainment, right? Like, yes, it inspires me to possibly one day purchase a beach house or purchase that. But I don't want to get so deep in loving what I'm seeing that I end up duplicating or replicating that relationship because that relationship that the TV allowed us to see for 10 minutes was toxic. As much as they have what they have, it's toxic. It's not for you. It's a dangerous space to be in. So I want you to be cognizant of the entertainment and the things that you expose yourself to, whether it be famous people, TV shows, content that you watch or creators that you follow, or even as simple as a family picture, like a famous family that you follow on Instagram, right? You see them in their perfection in the squares of Instagram and you want to replicate that, but you don't know the backstory. But here you are idolizing what they have and you don't even know what happens on the back end, okay? And even with me, I can coach you, I can serve you, I'm gonna just put myself out there. But I have... I, I have problems too. I'm not perfect, okay? And when it comes to all of these things, your career, your relationships and entertainment, God wants you to have these things as inspiration, but he never wants you to idolize them because the moment that you idolize them is the moment that you tell God that you don't need him. The moment that you idolize your career, the moment that you idolize your relationships and the moment that you idolize anything that entertains you is the moment that you are literally closing the door to God and saying, I'll open it when I'm ready. I'll open it when I need you. I'll be right back. Let me just be with all of this for a second. Let me just finish this Excel. Let me just, you know, pour more into this relationship than I do into you. I'll be right back and I'll call you when I'm suffering. God is always going to be waiting on that other side. But the thing that you're doing is you're pausing your growth without even realizing it. By you putting so much effort into these false idols, which listen, I'm giving you the credit. You don't even know that you're idolizing these things. You're pouring so much into this that you're Every single time that you pour so much into this, you're pressing the pause button on your growth. You're pressing the pause button on your spiritual expansion. You're pressing the, the pause button on your mental expansion. You're pressing the pause button on the things that God wants to expose you to. But you're too busy focused on your career and idolizing your career. You're too busy focused on your relationship and idolizing your relationship that you can't even open the door for God to show you what he wants to show you. For God to grow you and groom you the way that he wants to grow you. 
You're just pressing mute on him. And he doesn't want that for you. Okay? Listen, if any of this resonated with you, and it's a conflict that you have in your relationship or your relationship with yourself, I want to help you through this. I want to help you overcome these issues in your relationship so that you can show up as the person that God is calling you to be so that you can show up with peace so that you can show up and call on God before you call on your job so that you can show up and feel full before you figure out that you are just empty because your focus is in the wrong place. I want to help you get to be the person that God is calling you to be. Okay. Go to the link in my bio and book a sales call so we can talk about your issues and what's going on. And I can share with you how we can work together and figure this thing life called out because you deserve that. Okay. My promise to you is always that these episodes are quick because you are on the go and I got to go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. I love you so much. Would you let me pray for you? I'm going to do it anyways, even though I ask every single episode. <laughs> All right, here we go. Father God, I thank you so much for this opportunity that you have given us to be together tonight. I thank you so much that you allow us to still be even in our errors, that you allow us to still be with you even through our burdens and through our mistakes. Father God, in this moment, I ask that you give anybody that can hear my voice a vision of exactly what they're idolizing in their life. Give them a vision of what you feel needs to be stripped out and returned back to you. Allow us to seek you before we seek anything. Allow us to seek you before we seek anybody. Allow us to seek you before we even seek ourselves. We love you so much, Jesus. It is in your heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Okay. I love you so much. <laughs> My name's Karina F. Daves. I'm a life coach and the podcast host of One Day at a Time. I help women overcome the number one issue in their relationships. And if this message tonight spoke to you, let's work together. I want to do this work with you, okay? If you have any questions, feel free to DM me about your relationship or put it here in the chat. I'm here scrolling through, making sure that I didn't miss anything. Thank you, everybody, for joining me tonight on One Day at a Time, a podcast that is meant for you and only you, okay? Everything that I do is to serve this community with the gift that God has given me, all right? I love you so much. And listen, don't wait for January 1st to work on yourself. And I'm saying that on March 1st, okay? Don't wait for next year. You know that it's time to work on yourself, and I want to help you do that work, okay? I love you so much, all right? Have a wonderful night. All right, ciao.